0: welcome to the What to Read Next podcast. In this podcast, your host, Lori Amin, will invite a bookish guest to share their favorite book recommendation. If you share a passion for books and always looking for your next read, then join us. Hi, Emma. Welcome to the What to Read Next podcast.
1: Thanks for having me. This is so exciting. I feel like I've been interviewing people nonstop for the last couple weeks, so it feels weird to be on the other
0: side. (laughs) I know. It's a weird, it's a weird thing because you feel like you have to like go control somebody else's asking the questions, and you're like, oh "Gosh, <laughs> like, what if I say something?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, this will be fun. I'm excited. Thanks
1: again for having me.
0: Oh, this is so exciting. So, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um. Oh man. Uh. I'm Emma. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, I'm Latinx Mexican American. I'm born and raised in LA, um, which I know is a little weird because a lot of people flock to LA, but. I love being um, a native here, and yeah, I've always been a reader for, for as long as I can remember, um, so that's just something that's, that's always been a part, of, a part of my life. And then a few years ago, um, I came across the Bookstagram community, and I feel like that just fueled, like it lit a fire to, to read even more and, and be exposed to um, so many different uh, genres and and people. And I've made some really, really good friends um, in that from that community. So I I love it. And now it's, it's just a huge part of of who I am. Um, and then recently, I've launched a podcast um, called Latinx Like Me. And so that's been a really fun um, project that I've embarked on recently. So let's talk about the podcast. What is the podcast all about? Um, so Latinx Like Me, it's, you know, something I've been thinking about for a couple of years. But Really um, started with he who shall not be named um, when he started running and the, you know, first thing out of his mouth was an attack on on Mexicans and I'm like, what can I curse on here like what the fuck <laughs> so, and then when you know just every, things have, have been getting really really bad and i've had a pretty complex relationship with um my culture i am you know very privileged i'm very white passing i'm i guess what they would call ethnically ambiguous and so whenever someone would ask me like what are you i would just like skirt the issue because i would lean into that whiteness because for me it was it was wanting to fit in and it was, you know, survival. Like, I, I don't need you discriminated against me. Um, so I'm not going to tell you, like, if you can't guess, like, cause I don't look like you're, you know, quote unquote, stereotypical Mexican um, you can't discriminate against me and I'm not going to let you. Um, so that, you know, that was a huge chunk of, of my life. And then as I got older, you know, I've, you know, my first generation here. And so my, my home life with my mom you know we spoke spanglish or or just spanish and so it was a very mexican household but then there was a lot of code switching for me like with the outside world and as i get older i feel like I, i have you know i've grown closer to my culture and and part of that was um especially especially recently it's it's acknowledging that privilege that i've had and it's also wanting to learn more and like how can i like how can i help um you know, fight you know colorism within our community, and and fight you know stereotypes and and whatnot to, against like the larger community just in America, and part of it I think is is education. Like I think we're so siloed that I think internally the Latinx community needs to learn a lot about itself. Like I don't know anything about someone who grew up in Colombia. I don't know anything about the Dominican Republic. I you know. I am learning more even about Mexican culture. So it's just it's education and it's stuff that we're obviously not exposed to in school. Um, so I found that a really good way to do that was conversations. And so literally Latinx like me is, is just conversations with different Latinx people and, and learning from each other. And you know, I share a little bit about me and, and and vice versa. And, and I think it's been really fun. And I don't think it's just for Latinx people. I think a big part of, um, how Latinx people are portrayed in American media is we're treated like, like a monolith and, and we're not. Mm-hmm. And so that's, it, that's basically what I'm trying to to dispel. It's like, we come in all shapes, sizes, colors, accents, and, you know, not everything is spicy food. Mm-hmm. Like not everyone has spicy food. Some people have cheese in their chocolate. I learned this morning, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's, that's basically it. It's, it's, somewhat selfishly me trying to learn more about um you know my community and and even my culture because even two mexican americans can have a very very different experience depending on where they grew up and and the family dynamics and yeah and then hopefully um shedding a bit of light on on our community and and showing the world that that we are more diverse than what is portrayed in in the media
0: yes i agree i am puerto rican but i'm from puerto rico from the island Mm-hmm. And I moved to the States when I went to college and I've been here for about twenty years. So I've been more time in the States than Puerto Rico, but my family still lives there. So my experience is very different from the when I live in New York. I had a lot of friends who are Dominican or Puerto Rican who grew up in New York and nursing is very different from my experience. Like mm-hmm. we had things in common, but we were like we were like, Oh, this is different, <laughs> you know. We didn't have some stuff where we were like not so much child childhood. And so you know, it's, it's interesting to have conversations and talk about like different experiences and, yeah. you know, for me, I found books to be finding Latinx books that are reflected in different, different stories. It's like, it's, it's fascinating because mm. I think People assume that every man, <laughs> Latino, Latina, Latina person is the same. They yes. like spicy food, they're, they're caliente, they're caliente. They're, they're all like, you know, loud. And it's like, but not everyone's the same. Like, I don't like spicy food. I grew up without spicy food. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's not, you know, that was not my experience. And I think that's like, I think it's great that you're having a place to have conversations and the education in that place for us to to get to connect with one another and to for others for others to understand how diverse the community it really is. Yeah. So. awesome. So what do you hope listeners speak out from listening to the show?
1: Um I think just that just more information and just um broadening their, you know, their previous understanding of of our community as a whole. So I think if and you know, so that for me is is the main goal just for anyone who listens to it, but specifically for other Latinx people, like I think it'd be great if someone were like, oh, I felt like my experience was like a super weird one because I don't speak Spanish, but then for them to hear someone else Latinx who was raised also not speaking Spanish, and I mean like, oh, okay, I'm not the only one, like fostering that sense of community and and the acknowledgement that their story that they might think is super weird, like someone else can actually relate to it. I think that was super important to me too.
0: I love this. Yeah. I I've seen some people have resonated with your episodes and I love the fact that more and more people will resonate and I don't get to get to know more about the culture, about the diversity, about you know, how wonderful the Latinx people are. So thank you for doing the service. Oh,
1: thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm having a great time doing it. And again, I'm learning so much and it's it's really nice to see messages that come in that are like, oh, I could totally relate to this episode. And I was like, Yay.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> so now let's chat book recommendations and primarily women's, um, because you have you read the women's. Um, but if you have other recommendations, that's really cool. So in terms of women's, what is your favorite woman's struggle?
1: You know, I have a I have like a weird relationship with tropes in that I it's a a newer thing to me, and I don't think I'd ever pick a book based on a trope. I'm I will one hundred percent admit to judging books by their covers and then reading the back, and then if that sounds interesting, then I'll then I'll take it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even think I I know all the tropes, but I guess when I'm thinking of some of my my favorite. Books. I mean, I feel like they've been all over the place, honestly. There's like mm-hmm. The Hating Game, and I think that was Enemies to Lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's um, Zenny by Rebecca Weatherspoon, and I think that was like a forced marriage. So I think that's like forced. Convenience.
0: Forced to be Marriage to Convenience. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and I literally think those are the only tropes that I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's okay. That sounds good. Um, so which authors on your then that you think we should check your backlist? Rebecca Weatherspoon, 100%. I,
1: um, I'm very lucky to call her a friend. Um, we actually met at the Ripped Bodice, which is the, the romance bookstore here in L.A., um, and I love, I love the owners. Like they're super nice and they've given me some great book recommendations. Um, actually Leah was the one that recommended, um, the hating game when I was like, I think I'm ready to, to read romance. And she was like, try this one. And I like read it in one sitting and I was like, this was amazing. Um, what else? And then Rebecca, I love her, um, her sugar baby series. Mm-hmm. I love that one. There are like three novellas, which are super great, really fast reads. Um, I love her recent series that she's putting out right now. It's um, the Cowboys of California series. So the first one is A Cowboy to Remember. And then the one that I think is coming out next month is If the Boot Fits. And I just, I love that series so much. And honestly, we'll read, I think I've read almost all of her books. (laughs) So that's, she's an auto buy for me, like 100%. I
0: love this. Yeah. Rebecca is on my TBR, so I have like five her oh. and I've yet to pick up. So I think thanks to you, I'm like, I need to pick up. I Her race Ra- 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 is really good in the mailbox. Yeah. Um any mm-hmm. i I'm, I live for force proximity and Convenience, so I like my favorite coats so I know those are gonna be Jenny's great. I learned, so some of her, it's,
1: I tend to steer more towards the steamy. Yeah. Um, I like, I, if, Oh, man, if there is no sex in the book, it is just not for me. Like, I don't care how cute it is. I I just can't. Um, So yeah, I I love Rebecca's books. and I feel like the the first one in the California, um, Cowboys of California series was a little bit more Tame for her, but like Rafe is a great one. Zenny is definitely more steamy. I love Zenny. Like I would, if you like steamy, I would recommend starting with Zenny. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. And, and that's a
0: standalone. You're awesome. So let's talk about my authors. What are some of your go-to authors? within the on um,
1: You know, it's only until recently that I've been. Um, reading Latinx authors, to be quite frank, in in romance. Um, And I I made it a point to specifically, you know, because it's, it's nice to be able to see yourself in in books and be able to relate to some things. So um, I, most recently I read um, You Had Me at Hola by Alexis Daria. That one was great. It was my first time um, reading something from her Um, I I really loved uh, the worst best man by Mia Sosa. That one was hilarious. Um, I was not expecting it to be that funny, but I was, I I don't know why, like I expected it to be a rom-com, but I was literally like laughing out loud. Um, So that was a great one. And I learned, I learned a lot there because they're, they're not Mexican. Um, So I was like, Oh, what is this? it's usually the food that gets me. I was like, what is this you're talking about? It sounds delicious. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was, that was a great one. I'm trying to think, oh, um, Adriana Herrera. She has the, um, I don't know what the series is called, but the first one is American Dreamer.
0: The Dreamers.
1: Yeah. That one, that's a good one too. So there, but there's still so many other people. Like I want to read, um, Priscilla Oliveras. I mm-hmm. haven't read anything by her. I know she's written tons, so that's,
0: she's on my list. I actually think I have one of her books. Um. I think Olivia uh, Sandres. if you read historicals, she has a good historical women's um, series. And then Gaffa okay. Santos has A Taste of Sage that came out this summer. Um, it's a restaurant foodie um, 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 book. So uh-huh. there's a couple others. So. But I'm yeah. too I'm looking I'm on the lookout for that next authors and like just trying to add to the Robert Far because I feel like there's there's something to be said about like learning about different cultures. Mm. Um so it's kind of funny. Yeah. So um so where are some of your five star reads?
1: Ooh. um it's so funny I literally just deleted my Goodreads and I was like oh I should have taken a screen grab of what I've read this year (laughs) because I don't remember um but I feel like I I think A Cowboy to Remember was a five star for me like I I really loved it um I what was it uh Royal Holiday Mm -hmm. I just loved it by Jasmine Guillory that I was a big fan of that. Um, I don't know if this one counts as a romance, but The Idea of You by Robin Lee. That was a five-star. I love that one. I actually just got it back from my neighbor. I was like, you have to read this. And, and she was like, this was great. I was like, I know. Um, and then um, The Switch. No, not The Switch. Um, the Flatshare by Beth O'Leary. I love that one. I actually, I won a giveaway for an ARC and I... I read it when I was on my way to Scotland and I was like, This is so perfect because I'm going to the UK and it was so sweet, so sweet. And I loved how they were like getting to know each other via notes. And I thought like that one was it was a really sweet one and I loved it a lot. That was a five star for sure. That's really cute. Yeah,
0: I really like the here Like that was a cute one. I've not read the switch. It's on my I got an arc for it, but I'm like I I haven't taken time to read ours <laughs> so yeah, it's
1: literally on my shelf i can see it right now and i haven't i haven't
0: um had a chance to read it yet it's okay um so you're a fan and pick It's up genre what has been a book that you read this past year that you love like either rom-com contemporary, small town cowboy paranormal etc cetera, etc cetera. um
1: so i mean for cowboy definitely the second one in the cowboys of california series it's called if the boot fits love that one um and actually cowboys are new to me and i didn't realize how much i'd like them but i was like oh okay this could be opening a new door for me um so that was definitely um a favorite i think the i devoured the entire um reluctant royal series from melissa cole (laughs) like i read the whole thing the novellas and everything and i loved it i'm a sucker for like royal stuff Mm -hmm. um so that was, I was a big fan of that. And then I love um, Annie Rains, her mm-hmm. Sweetwater Spring series. I'm a huge fan of, I started reading them um, last year. Like I want to say it was around Christmas. And I, cause the first one is like Christmas, Christmas on Mistletoe Lane uh, was the first one in that series. And I was just like, I'm obsessed. And I was like bugging the cell. I was like, when's the next one coming out? <laughs> like I need more. Um, so those are, those are some of my favorites, like just those series are the whole thing I'll just
0: devour. I love this. What Um, has been a book that you read this past year that you cannot stop gushing about?
1: It's so hard because for me it like depends on the person, Mm -hmm. um, because like not everyone I know reads romance. I feel like I always try to get someone to read, um, something by Tiffany Rice. Mm. Uh, oh my gosh she's amazing i just read her halloween books i love her i feel like it's not even a recent book i read this a couple years ago it's the bourbon thief yeah so good it's one of my favorites by her i also love um the red and the rose and i think there's another one in that series coming out soon um but i like that for me is like when i know someone's a romance reader and i'm like trying to push them out of their comfort zone i'm like just give this a try like the Bourbon Thief is um, a gothic,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a Southern Gothic, I think, is what it's classified as, and I was like obsessed. Um, yeah, and it's oh, I love her books. I'll all that's one that I'll always try to push people out of their comfort zone. I'm like, just give it a shot. Like, yes, it's super steamy, um, but just like try it. It's it's great. The writing's great. Like, I just get lost in her books. I think they're mm-hmm. they're fantastic. So. But definitely, the Bourbon Thief is one that I always um, that I always try to push people, and and Zenny is also another one that I that mm-hmm. I'm like yeah, like try this one.
0: <laughs> okay, and um, so tell
1: us where you can find you online. Um, I am on Bookstagram at bookish.em. Um and then of course Latinx Like Me on Instagram, um, Latinx Like Me podcast, uh, the website where you can see all the episodes, of course on apple Podcasts and and spotify but i'm yeah super active on on bookstagram so if anyone wants to chat books or has book recommendations for me definitely hit me up there um yeah i'm always always down to chat to people awesome thank you emma for being in the show thank you so much for having me this was fun
0: if you enjoyed this podcast feel free to share with friends subscribe or rate and review the show this is the easiest way to support this podcast want to join a romance-loving community one weekly book recommendations, monthly author Q&As and book recommendation meetups make new friends, then join our Patreon community. To sign up, please follow the links in the show notes. What to Next podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts to love on frolic.media Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.